Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be balling, playing yeah, with the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pitches. Jeez. Let's talk about the Cats, how rescue turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we stand toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. He's the stoner, and he's running the show today. So if you got any problems with the technical stuff, you got to take it up with that yeah. man right there. As uh, I'm traveling abroad, this is not my real background, um, but it is my real background. It's one of those things. So, of course, we're streaming live here on our YouTube channel every morning, uh, morning 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as my wife would like to remind me. And uh, and then we'll push this out onto uh, all your favorite podcast platforms, whether that that's Apple, Google, Amazon, or Spotify. You can catch us all there as well. But it is good to be here. It is a little hard to be here right now, as uh, my gracious guests have, uh, oh or not God. guests, but my gracious hosts have made me uh, this delicious breakfast here, full plate <laughs> breakfast that I'm going to have to wait. An hour for it. I, so we're, I couldn't we're, do it. I couldn't do it, Nathan. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I would. I would have to eat on air. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm spending some time with my uh, my in laws and my my wife and son. We're out on the lake, so they're they're retired awesome. and they did not necessarily appreciate me waking them up super early to get this going. But they, of course, still gracious hosts, made me breakfast and they're sitting there outside enjoying the uh, the morning while we get this done. Uh, Stoner, how, yeah, how are you doing? You. I know you don't have a full plate breakfast, you know, tempting in front of yeah, you. Nothing. Yeah, no, no, this is all very intimidating. <laughs> Having the controls on my end, it's very, very intimidating, but we'll see if we can't get through it. But you're right. If we have any issues, it's all, it's all in this guy. I'm it's ready. A team, I'm ready. It's a team though. sport. We've practiced a couple times. We should, uh, we should be able to go. And again, we've got a good show for you. Cause on the post game, we're going to be talking about the, our, our nationals and how it, it might be a team sport, but they're not a, a team that's playing very well together on the, on the game. We're going to be talking about the Washington football team. Hey, they announced the new names coming here in 2020 and Ross going to go over our Twitter poll. So we're going to talk about that. And then here in the warm up, it's the wizards coaching hunt. And that's yeah. coming to a close, which is good because the draft is right around the corner. It is. It's uh, what a couple, a couple weeks away, a little more than two weeks yeah. away. And so let me ask you this, uh, Nathan. So Washington's what one of two coaches? I mean, uh, two teams that don't have a coach yet, right? As Orlando is the other out of the seven vacancies or whatever. So I'll give you three choices. Are is this a good thing that they're waiting this long? Is this a bad thing, or is this a, a nothing thing? This is a I don't really understand it thing. Yeah, you know, shouldn't hmm. the coach be there with during all these? Uh, these pre-draft, you know, workouts and interviews, yeah. you know, that, that's what's, that to me is what's concerning. Cause you know, sure they're probably being recorded, but you got to get a better feel for it as, as it. So I, I, I'm a little worried, but I, yeah. And, and that's fair. I, I, so that would put you in the category, probably a bad yes, thing. It's a, to or me, it's a bad leaning thing. towards, yeah, a bad I would, thing. I, yeah. I would, I would definitely put it as, as it's definitely not a good thing that the coach isn't in place. Yeah. And is it really just between Washington and Orlando? Sorry, I've been I've been in vacay mode. I'm in vacation mode, so I haven't mm-hmm. kept track of the mm-hmm. others as well as well as I could. Uh, New Orleans, who yeah. did New Orleans hire? 
I'll have to look. Okay, it up. I'm, I, I look put it him on the spot. You're folks. right. It may be. He's going to do this too. to me later because he he has oh. uh, his own thoughts to share on the Washington football team name, and he and he's he's not going to he doesn't tell me these things beforehand. He just is like, I'll bring them up. <laughs> right. So I just throw if I looked shocked or if, uh, disgusted, it's genuine. Yeah, it's very genuine. Um, I know. Hey. Before well, we get going, I know you mentioned that you also yeah. want to throw a little uh, little spice into this. You know, we are DC sports cast, uh, but uh, you know, we enjoy sports in general. And uh, you wanted to give a shout out to to Messi. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it can't be mistaken or it can't be argued, really, that he's the greatest soccer player in the history of soccer, right? So him finally getting that monkey off the back and getting his team and internet, you know, his Argentine team, he's had plenty of club success, victories for yeah. his club team. Yeah. But this was the first time. And, and it showed if you watched the end of that, it meant a lot, not just to him, obviously, but to his teammates to be able to give him that. And what I like about Messi, as opposed to all the other players is he's not a diver. He doesn't dive. He doesn't complain. You don't see him screaming at the refs all the time like a lot of the stars do. Sure, he does sometimes, but he doesn't do it just just to do it, just to be a pain. So I'm really happy for him, and it was a, a good match. It was fairly controversial, but what soccer match isn't? When you got one referee, this has always been a complaint of mine, you got one referee trying to judge – uh, field bigger than a you, football. You do have the two sideline uh, judges as well. Yeah, it's, but come on, what happens when it's all the way on the other side? You have you have one it, for each half stoner. That's how it works. One's on one side, know, but, covers that but, half. One's on the other side, covers this. Yeah, half. but he doesn't. The the one who's on the other side, he doesn't come all the way down. Yeah, they, they, they only cover their half. He stays. He stays at the the last. Well, that's why the that's player. why the, the ref in the middle is like that. That's why he goes to the other side so he can watch that action, and then the person gets the close in. It's a, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous it, it, because let's let's look at it like in soccer and non-American football, right? Football, it, you know, uh-huh. is no worse than the NBA refs. It's no worse than what's his name? What's yeah. that umpire who, for the love of God, cannot pick? A, a a strike box to save his life, like Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez. Or... There we go. I was I spaced <laughs> yeah. on the name there. Angel Hernandez yeah. has it's like the I much rather have the soccer refs than Angel yeah. Hernandez. You know, behind uh, behind you know home plate. I'd rather have that than a lot of those NBA refs. There was the hockey ref who retired right after right after a game because it got it was just he knew it was so poorly called no it was an NFL ref sorry that retired right after the game he was just like yeah that, that was a bad that was a bad 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 game for me i'm retired we're done <laughs> yeah can't fault yeah. me now can't well yeah me. you're right it's not it's not specific to that sport but i i would like to see a second referee on the field like they did in hockey for the longest time they only had one official and two linesmen and then they added a second referee because they couldn't always be in that spot. They still suck, right? But I mean, all all officials suck. But uh, <laughs> and here we are. We call but it was a controversial game. <laughs> railing railing right. on the refs right now. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. All right. But I thought it was a good no, match, right? Good, it was, good for Messi. Was I, was, I was happy was also to see physical. that uh, that success for them. I think a lot of people just assumed yeah. Brazil was going to win, uh, so it was good to see. Uh, Messi take one for his national team. Not the only national yeah. teams playing 
Uh, in fact, we got a game later today, not too much longer for that game. I think it'll be here in the early afternoon is uh, England versus Italy. A little bit of a home yeah. game for England. And I know we got the DC tweet team. Uh, Andy, I, I follow him on Twitter and he's uh, he's. He's uh, staying sober day. He's going to be a designated driver, so good for him. Shout out to to, to our English uh, fans for Washington football team and the and the ref the district. Uh, I'm pulling for England, so I was pulling. Yeah. You know, at the start of the tournament, I'm, last name's Perry. It's Welsh, so I was pulling for the. And I'm a Swansea City guy, so if you, if you're anybody's familiar with uh, English, uh, you know football, you know let you guys can. You know, get on me for that. But uh, I was pulling for for Wales. They they lost for nothing. It was that was embarrassing. And then and then so normally I wouldn't you know cheer on for England, but the Italians, I'm not really a big fan of the way that they play the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because they're so defensive. Uh, because, that, did I don't you know not a lot see the video it, of the guy who like I know the diving happens everywhere, uh, mm-hmm. but the Italians just try to turn it into an art form because that's what the Italians do. I, I lived in Italy for three years. Uh, lovely country, lovely people. Um, so I'm not trying to disparage them, but their football team, like it's, it's, a, it's very much an art form. The diving, the guy was on the, on the ground trying to get the call. They scored the goal. The guy gets up and he's cheering and then it happens. It, it almost looked like that, yeah. uh, that uh, uh, key and peel uh, skit. Have you seen that? Where the guy like gets brought I, I, back I know, to life on the field and uh, yeah. and scores the goal and everyone's just like, what the heck happened? Yeah, it was kind of like yeah. that. It was it was silly, just plain. Well, you can't you can't excuse England either because that that's how they got their equalizer, uh, or was it the equalizer? Uh, no, there was, was the certainly some question. extra time, right? The goals, guy yes, took yeah. a I'm, dive. I'm, he barely got yeah. touched. So we'll we'll see. But, so I think I think I have more uh, people who. And my life will be happier if England wins. So I, I want those people to be happy. So yeah, you know, go go England, uh, celebrate yeah, safely, sure. uh, or watch. Yeah. I'll definitely be watching for sure. I'll be on the lake. Uh, but be watching. So oh, well. <laughs> circling circling back to uh, New Orleans. I think you're right. I don't think they've hired. Okay, them. I was about to say. I was. I thought there was a few more coaching yeah, vacancies right. out there. Uh, so it's got to be just the three then, at least. At least <laughs> yeah. hopefully I'm right about that. It's just the three. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to question you any further. I won't question you any further. But, but I do want to talk about our Washington Wizards and the coaching hunt. You, we mentioned that we feel like it's a, a bad a bad thing, right? We don't feel like this well, is a good thing that they don't have a coach yet. Because the draft is... When you when you, when you say we who do i got a mouse in my I, pocket I don't. do i got a, do you yeah. not do you think this is a fine thing you're you're in the good category you're in the uh, whatever I'm in the, category i'm in the neutral category i yeah. tried being a little I, bit I on the fence but leaning towards the bad time. side you got to pick a side now yeah i would say i would say probably good side i would say that they're you think it's they're, a good thing they they're don't have doing to their due diligence yeah well i mean so I, I pose that quick. question to somebody right the draft is the, the draft is coming up 29th Oh, the twenty yeah, third so is our little yeah. lesson. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So. So I, I don't have a too big of a problem with it, and and I mentioned I put it out there asking about uh, about a coach. Don't you want a coach there to be evaluating all these college kids who are coming in for their workouts and all that? And they say, well, all these coaches are on other NBA teams, so they are getting a look at all the same guys for the most part. Yeah. They're because they're working out for these other teams as well, 
So let's just let's just say Wes Unsell Jr. And he's got to be the front. He's still employed right? by Denver. Yeah, but he he's he's still employed by Nuggets as an assistant coach, right? So when the Nuggets have guys in for their workouts, he's still there, seeing the same guys that the Wizards are seeing, right? So he's still going to have that up close. It's not necessarily all on tape. So that's what kind of why I'm okay with it. They're they're taking their time due diligence, they're going to find the right guy. And Brad even said it, uh, that they are going to, the team is going to find the guy, and then they're going to talk to Brad and Russ and make sure they're okay. Yeah, they're going to get, well, they're going to get to the finalists. They are going to get what it is. So once once the Washington Wizards get to their finalists, probably the top two people, which I got to figure is pretty soon here, they're gonna. That's yeah, when they're gonna sure. go to Beal and Westbrook and be like, "Hey, these are our two guys. What do you think?" Some people, you know, yeah. I've seen this a little bit on Twitter. Some people not happy. They're like, "Yeah, check with Beal, but why check with Westbrook? He's only got two years on his deal." Like to me, it's a no brainer. Beal's only got he, one. These are your superstar players. These are the people who are going to be on the team this year. You, they, you're gonna yeah. want to make sure that they're on board. Because, yes, you can move pieces and stuff like that. But if giving yourself the best chance this year, you know, you're going to want to make sure that those two are happy. And if, you know, if they're clearly not, then that's when, you know, you can start working out a deal. I think. Yeah. Uh, Unless you are going to they are not your future, then you wouldn't consult with them. But they're obviously I think Westbrook is your near Westbrook is going to be a little harder to move because of his contract. I don't think that they want to move Beal. Um, I think that if Beal leaves DC, which by all accounts he wants to stay here, he wants to be one team his entire career. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if they move him, it's going to be some kind of uh, sign and trade deal. Uh, later on, so that way he can get yeah. max the maximum contract he could possibly get. So, but I don't think he's going I don't, anywhere. I, don't I really so. don't. A lot of people think I don't think so. No, I, I think I think he'll stay. I, I can see Westbrook leaving uh, at some point, bouncing around, uh, you know, f- finding a place where he can be like CP three and uh, and be up two zero in the finals first finals yeah. uh, of his career only won't be for Westbrook. It'll be his second. Um, so good, good well, on the Suns there. Did you the, watch the any of victories. the um, USA basketball <laughs> against Nigeria? I was keeping tabs. Night? I was keeping tabs and I was just yeah. like, what in the world is happening? Cause at first it was just yeah. like, okay, this is cute. You know, they're keeping letting them stay in the game. And then by the end of it, I was just like, what, what in the world happened? So uh, uh, yeah. pop says, Hey, this is a good thing. It happened. You know that it. That's, mm-hmm. I agree. It, hey, if you're gonna lose, this little warm up game against Nigeria is the time to lose. Yeah. Yep, I agree. And Nigeria is a country, basketball wise, that's on the rise because if you remember the maybe a couple Olympics ago, and the U.S. team smoked them by like 80 points, something like that. And at that time, they had one. NBA guy on their team. Now their entire team are NBA guys, and they've got Mike Brown, an excellent uh, NBA head coach in the past. He's coaching them, and they're not intimidated nope. like they used to be. You know, and th- this is something that we talked about a little bit last week as well, right? Where we were talking about if anything can unseat the NFL. We talked about how basketball is very much also an international sport. We, there's, a, I think, the mm-hmm. NBA has. 
some issues that they would have to fix out uh, for it to be able to overtake the NFL. But internationally, it's it's you know the sport is growing, and you're seeing this happen uh, with the national team. Was these games aren't a gimme? You know, we you know this was no. was 2004 that they lost, right? They didn't they didn't get a gold medal, and they had we had to have the redeemed team and uh, other right. issues. So. You know, it's uh, it's it'll be interesting to see. I do think that USA is the hands-on favorite. The team doesn't really excite me. I, I, I think that the, yeah. the team could be um, better, but it's exciting to see Beal. Unfortunately, got that little injury during the game, so we'll so hopefully. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think right. I think it was minor. You just don't want to see it. You want to see him do well. I think that uh, he is also adjusting because he's used to playing as the go-to guy and there's you gotta you know this is essentially an all-star team and the game is Mm -hmm. slightly different at the international level than it is at the nba level so he's still learning his how he fits in but hey pop says the man's thick so (laughs) that's right he had a lot he had a lot of praise for uh bradley which is good yeah always good but they're still gonna win the gold medal i'm telling you that right now you're putting it down to win they're not going to be easy. Yeah, but I won't bet yeah, you a dollar they're, on they're that. I think, I think that you're, yeah. you, that's a fair assumption that uh, that they'll think, win. Think about all the guys that are missing from or should be on this team. Let's just say if they had – if they were healthy slash wanted to play because of because of the timing, it's, it's just not great for them to be able to put their body through yeah. a whole summer of this. But – the LeBrons and the Harden and Kyrie and Anthony Davis and Chris Paul. I mean, you can just go yeah, on the, and the on condensed, and on about all the guys. Yeah, the condensed season Kawhi. really, really affected them in, in this regard. Yeah, and the fact absolutely. that this this was supposed to be last year, not this year. So lots of things being goofy with the with the uh, the Olympic level sports. We'll see who the Wizards take. I I'm, I'm, I, I would almost put a dollar down on and being Wes Unsell Jr. You know, uh, I think that's your hands-on favorite. Be him, so we'll him or Ham. I yeah, think. so we'll we'll see who they end up selecting. Uh, but that will finish up our warm-up, and we'll get back to you right after the jump. Here, it's the game where it's our Twitter poll and the Washington Football Team new name. Game on, people! All right. Now, you know, Stoner, you, you always do this to me. You're like, hey, I got this thing, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell yeah. you. I just want to I just want to talk about it while we're on the air. Yeah. And so I don't really get to plan. Right, right. I don't get to tell people what it is. So tell, tell, yeah. let us know. You have this grand theory of why people yes. you know, don't want the name change, which is fair. I followed the, the topic Washington football team on Twitter and yeah, I would say probably. Obviously, this is anecdotal evidence. I would probably say eighty percent of the tweets I see just with that Washington football topic. People I don't follow that they're just like, "Hey, they're talking about Washington football team." Are people who are just like, mm-hmm. "It's still the Redskins. It's always okay. going to be the Redskins." So people are really holding on to the name. And here we go. Okay. Jason Wright came, you know, through uh, Nikki and the Washington Post. They have an article out. Uh, please go read it. It's a great article. Um, Jason Wright says new name is coming in 2022, yep. early 2022. Yep. Which is which awesome. It's great. I said so the one, the one that I really liked the tweet that I just wanted, I should have, I wanted to frame it 
was that it was, uh, and this is king of wishful thinking here, right? Is that they're going to announce it when they hoist the Lombardi Trophy? Okay. Wouldn't that be, okay, wouldn't that be great? I didn't mean to wouldn't laugh. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that would that'd be, be great. that'd be amazing. That'd be that. I think I don't. Th- I think if they name they could they could name them. What did you call them? The purple pink caterpillars. The no the burgundy powder oh, puff right. caterpillars. Got to keep the colors because we are going to keep burgundy and gold, which is good. That's right. It's, it's it, good. That I'm color sure. scheme yep. works. I, I I I like it. Um, yeah. So yeah, the powder puff caterpillars. Uh, if they're hoisting the Lombardi, no one cares. Yeah. No That's one right. cares. That's a hundred percent right. So it'll be interesting to see what that name name is, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But I want to hear your theory okay. on why people are holding yeah. on to the old name. Okay, so I got a lot of questions for you to kind of set okay. this up. And this right? is why, if you tell me it beforehand, we can work into no. the bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want, I want, uh, I want organic thoughts on this. Okay. Just off the top of your head. That's why I don't tell you. I like it to be organic. All right. So of those of the eighty percent of the people, anecdotal number you said, and that's I agree. It's very anecdotal. Who knows? How many of them would you say are? Let's. I'm just going to put a number. Are forty years of age and older? Of that eighty percent that, or of the, of the fans, and I won't just say the the eighty percent of all the fans. Who don't want the name change? How many would you say are age forty and older? I would probably put it at just over half. I w- I, it's it's I'm, I'm surprised at the number of younger people that are on this. And I, I do want to clarify: the eighty percent is of the people I don't follow. The the vast majority of the people that I follow on Twitter mm-hmm. are let's just let's they just yeah care. let's move on. We're moving on. That it's going to be a new yeah. name. They're sporting the team. Yes, they, they you know a lot of them. Uh, I mean, you had uh, Washington football addicts that had to change their name and a couple others uh, that did did so as well. They're mm-hmm. fans of the team. And so right. I, I would have to say probably out of the ones that I don't follow that I just happen to see because I follow the topic. Probably I'd probably put it at like maybe 60, 70 percent that are, uh, are yeah. above the age of 40. Yeah. And, and the really I, vocal diehard ones higher, seem to be. But... Yeah, they're they're older because they've been with the team longer, so they think it's very important to them the name, which to me is dumb. It's a name. Get over it. Are you gonna not like Joe Theismann now because the name has changed? No, you care about Joe Theismann. You care about the men on the field, and you care about the results and the team. You don't care about all of that other stuff. But anyway, so here's my theory. I saw, and I'll tell you what sparked my theory. I saw this guy on Twitter, of course. I love, I love Twitter, and I hate Twitter both. Uh, call it a I saw this guy during one of our yeah, podcasts. it is a cesspool. It is a cesspool, but there's a lot of great information out there as well. But okay, so this guy, he was, he put this picture out there, and I don't know who it is. I probably couldn't find it again, but I just happened to see it again. Probably somebody I don't follow, and he had like a, a let's just say a three foot by three foot um uh piece of wood not wood give me a give me another name you know flat wood i'm not obviously cardboard not not cardboard but it's wood but it's flat plywood Uh, um plywood thank you jeez i don't know what's going on (laughs) all right so he had this plywood like a three by three plywood and on the plywood he had 
the the wired the the colored electric wire or whatever you know like in in bars okay how if like neon bars, you got are we like talking like neon lights neon. you are really Thank struggling you. today Sonny. i'm st- i'm struggling here <laughs> you want you need this breakfast terms. you want me to show you the no the yes video? yes i do look at that quality breakfast it, that's oh, man. gotta love gotta it's love the uh the hospitality i haven't eaten anything today um okay so he had just picked it up because he had gotten it fixed and this and the wire the the neon lights that were on there were in the shape of the the old redskins logo mm-hmm. the the native american with the headdress or whatever the, the, the classic yeah the classic logo is. yeah it's actually sitting logo. behind you on your hat back there yeah exactly where do yep, I get it right that's right there here? Uh, so, I mean, all I have to do is turn around. I don't know why I have to try and figure it out with the camera. Much respect for the jersey you actually do have on, by the way. I love, I love that, uh, that jersey. Um, so he was, and it was really cool, right? And this was an older guy, and he just gotten it back from a repair shop, I guess. He had to fix it or whatever. And he was super excited about getting it back. And that spurred the thought in my mind. And here, here's my theory. The people who are upset about the name change are those who are invested, not emotionally, because good lord, it's a name and it's a symbol. <laughs> they are invested financially in this name and and in the images and everything that goes with it. You know, and I know, all, plenty of people that are just their life revolves around this team and their home and their clothing are all burgundy and gold and got the images and all that. I mean, we know people who shoes and, and just look in the stands. I have a pair of basketball shoes that are, are burgundy and gold because, because, because that's, yeah, the that's the color, the, right? The and you got the, and you got the jerseys and you got the, you got all the chatskis and some of these people are, invested tens of thousands of dollars some people's bars at home their home bar are just completely redskin stuff i I almost bought a house in uh, in buoy strictly because the bar that they had downstairs was decked out in in washington you know redskin stuff this was a few years ago um and it was it was nice. I was just like, oh sweet, it's a great bar, it's a good looking bar, and it's already got everything set up. And they said everything was staying there because the rest of the house was cleared out. There was just like they were they were leaving it leaving that there, um, and it looked yeah. great and it, and it's good. And I understand. I I obviously have I have a lot of stuff that's invested in in the old old thing. Right. Uh, and I think honestly, and this now, is why and now they, all they, that stuff is deci- well. This is why I think they decided to the, the team decided to stick with the burgundy and gold, right? And so that way, you know, you're still wearing. A, uh, a Sean Taylor Redskins jersey with a spear. Again, uh, for I've realized we do audio podcasts as well, so I got to make sure I don't just call out the visuals so that we call yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we call out what exactly we're looking at. Um, so quality jersey there, and so you know I think that it's important that they did keep the the burgundy and gold scheme because one mm-hmm. I think people have attachment to that kind of color scheme. It is very unique within the sport. In fact, I'm trying to think of any other team that has anything similar to it i don't really think that there's 
really any other kind of burgundy and gold team that I can think of. No, of course not. And so I think that it's unique, and I think they wanted to keep that because then people can take those jerseys or the jerseys that I have behind me um, to the game, and it and they mm-hmm. and it still right. matches. You don't have like a powder puff blue, and then the, right. the burgundy and gold from you know as a throwback. So. So okay, so let's just take for example that guy's bar in the house that you almost bought, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, he can he can or she the the family they can leave that as is to be nostalgic or whatever. But uh, answer me this: if the team went in, they're not going to do this. If the team went to every single fan and said, "I'm going to replace every single piece of tchotchke." Uh, everything on your walls and your and your neon lights and all. I'm gonna replace it all with the new name and the new image symbol slash whatever. And I'm gonna do it for free. And you get to keep all that old stuff, but you have to put it away in boxes or whatever and just keep it for for the future, for grandkids or whatever. Or sell it, whatever you're gonna do with it. But you have to change everything. So your jerseys that are hanging up behind you, we're gonna replace all three of them. But now it's going to be in the new team name. And we're going to replace your shirt. And we're going to replace your coffee mugs. And you're going to replace your stickers on, on here. And we're going to... Oh, that's not the Redskins, hey, but hey, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I, great great uh, plug. Great everything. Plug for Ref the District stickers. Yeah, ref so. the District. But if you're... We're going to replace everything that you own. Your shoes, your overalls, your, your hats. Everything that has the likeness of a Native American... And we're going to replace it with whatever the new symbol is for free. And you don't have to pay a dime. I think you would take that 80% of the people who don't want to see a change. And I think that would go down to 10%. It would dwindle. There would definitely be a few diehards. I think for some people, it's the principle of the thing, right? They just, there's some people who staunchly believe that that's political. I, I I get that. That's totally different. uh, There are people who, who, uh, were fans of this team because strictly because they felt like when they were when Washington kept deciding that they were going to stick with the Redskins, there are people who are fans of this team strictly because of that because they're like, yeah, stick it to the PC crowd, and then right. all of a sudden they right. you know, flip the switch and they and and they realize, hey, we should change the name. We're going to change our name. That all of a sudden now you have the people who were you know kind of railing against the the political correctness crowd and trying yeah. to go you know saying that hey they're they're caving I don't like this and so it's a principal thing however what what I laugh at is we've talked about this before right you're the name thing is silly you're a fan of the team and don't I, for right. these these people you know I'd said anecdotally the ones that I see 80% of the stuff that I see on just following from Washington football team topic that I don't personally follow already those people they're still invested they're still invested in the team if you're so disparaged about this the the team name changing and you really don't like Mm -hmm. it you are free to move on but these people haven't and they still follow the team they still there and as we said you can call them the powder puff caterpillars and if they're hoisting the Lombardi these people will not care. That's what's going to get rid of That's it. Right. That's what, to me, more so than the, and, than this fictional thing of going in and, and replacing all of your Washington Redskins memorabilia for free. 
we're going to take that you like that towel from behind the stoner and we're going to take that and we're going to give you something that is from the new team name i think that sure you would you'd probably win over a few people i do think that you'd still have some that are very staunchly against that uh that name change but if you win in the playoffs People yeah. aren't going to care. That's what's going to win them over. Right. And then you're going to slowly start to 100%. see these people who were railing against the, the, the change start to come along. Because even, yeah, even in 2022, when we when the team name gets announced, you're going to have people who don't like it. So even, even if they are going to have a huge amount if they of people. do name drop it as they're hoisting the Lombardi, you're still yeah. going to have people who aren't going to like it. But that's yep. fine. You know, we're never going to. And, and that's one thing that's kind of frustrated me with this process is that it has taken as long as it has. Now, I understand mm-hmm. they're doing their due diligence and they probably already have the name picked out at this point. Right. Probably. Because if it's coming in early 22, there's a lot of things that need to be in motion. And we're probably going to mm-hmm. get the name leaked at some point. It's very hard to keep this stuff under wraps for for yeah. as long uh i'm still on team, do you think they'll team do DC a fake FC? leak oh maybe maybe yeah. you never know they might you know the, i will they say this throw something out there the new crowd you know has been pretty pretty good about keeping information from leaking that's so true. we'll we'll see but we'll i mean uh, what i mean by a fake leak meaning oh they'll leak out like the wrong they'll name. release it on purpose yeah. oh they'll, oh they'll release it and if it if it, if it goes it, bad, yeah, if they get a lot of yeah. We're the yeah, DC defenders. Bad, people are like, "Wait, that was a name already used." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no matter what, people are gonna. A lot of people are gonna hate it, but whatever. And most of the people are gonna be. And I use that age line, forty and above. Also, mostly because of the money that they have invested over thirty years, forty years, fifty years of their life. They just invested tens of thousands of dollars, and they don't want that to become obsolete. Obviously, you can still keep it, but it's just not who the team is anymore. So that basically become obsolete. So it's a money thing, but it's also you're just going to get the old codgers who just, they're just like, I'm not, you know, I'm stubborn and I'm not changing. Or I'm not changing the yeah. name. So you're going to get that crowd too. Well, it'll be, it'll be no interesting. No matter what, you're well, right. Who's your, you who, what name are you hoping for right now? I t- I'm telling you, man, I'm the DCFC without a nickname, and we just call them the Hogs. We'll see. We'll see what they come up for. Uh, the DCFC, man, it's 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 definitely growing on me. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what they do come up with. Let us know in the comments if you're watching one of our if you're one of our live listeners. Uh, let us know in the comments what you would like, uh, or tweet us at us. Ref the district with your name uh, suggestion. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure they've already got it in the bucket. We'll see where it goes. Speaking of our Twitter account, we had a poll up. I know yep. it didn't get that many. Yep. I think maybe people were kind of pulled out at this time. Yeah, or maybe the topic be. just wasn't that interesting to them. But I felt like this was a pretty good topic because with Dak's injury, I think this is a lot closer than some people give it credit for. And we had a few homers uh, in there that mm. uh, that said it. So go ahead and read off our poll, and then we'll get to the the numbers here in just a little bit. Okay, the Twitter poll was simply, um, first of all, it had a disclaimer, not a disclaimer, but to set it up, we, we all agree that this entire season comes down to one position, the quarterback position, and how well Fitzpatrick plays. So in the NFC East, where would you rank 
Ryan Fitzpatrick against all the other quarterbacks in the NFC East. Obviously, just one, two, three, or four. Where would you rank him? And some people had him at number one, but most people had him at number two behind Dak. Mm-hmm. Which that's where I voted. That's, that, right? I, that's where I, I voted. I think I think I, Dak's injury. I said, like I said, makes this inj- you know in- interesting. If Dak doesn't get injured, Dak is clearly heads and shoulders the best QB above them all. And I and I still voted him yeah. as as the best QB. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think you know Daniel Jones, maybe he can make the jump. I'm not really seeing it. I don't think that. I think that he can be an exciting player to watch. And then sometimes I'm just like, well, this is a New York Giants quarterback like Eli Manning, who will just for years go eight and eight, or I guess now eight and nine, nine and eight. Mm-hmm. However, that's right. going to work, um, you know, for years right. and just not really be great. And then we don't yeah. know what Jalen Hurts is going to bring to the table. And Jalen, that I think, you know, not much. It doesn't, do doesn't look. Doesn't look like it. I was I was cheering on the guy, you know, as a you know I'm, I'm here in Oklahoma, and uh, cheering cheering on you know him as a Sooner, but uh, you know I can't cheer him on as an Eagles player. But I, I did kind of oh. wish wish him well enough, right? I, I hoped that he would, uh, you know, because he seems like a very high character guy, and yeah, so you know you you want those those guys to do well, and every time we'll see. No go. Any anytime um, I think of Daniel Jones, uh, I think him of being a pretty good quarterback. And then I'm always reminded that he's four zero against Washington, and he's one in seventeen against everybody else. And that always brings me back down. Okay, because we don't see him every single week like we see Washington. We just see him twice a year, and for the last two years, he's absolutely. Oh, he looks he looks like a great quarterback team. when he, he plays against Washington. He looks like an Washington. all pro, yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, but he's terrible against everybody else, so that's why I didn't put put him above Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Even though I'm on record, Fitzpatrick is about as mediocre as you can get. <laughs> I think I think I would say that that's pretty fair, though, right? Because we're talking 32 quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. Fitzpatrick's probably in that twelve to sixteen range. So yeah, closer to sixteen. Okay. But yeah, I mean, he, twelve to sixteen. We can. You think? Do you think yeah. he's in the sixteen to twenty range? Yeah, I think he's more in the sixteen to twenty. You range. think so? Well, we get carried away with the the Fitzpatrick hype. He has never, ever, except maybe one season, ten years ago. <laughs> Has ever had a good season? Miami, at this Miami level. had a pretty and good season sudden, last year. I know he wasn't the only QB to play. He might not be the only QB to play here in Washington this season. But but you can only go by what he's done, and it's not like a Daniel Jones where you have two years to look at. You've got sixteen seasons to look at, and it's not good. It, Why all of a sudden in his sixteenth year is he going to ascend to this? I, I think it's because you He's have not. the you have have this thing called Fitz magic, right? So there's like there is something about his play that's exciting, and even though okay, even though you know he he, he I believe has a losing record as a QB, um, never been to the never playoffs. never been to the playoffs. One time he's hit thirty touchdowns. So I think that there's you know I just, th- this I is you know the 
the cardiac kid, right? Like this is this is one of those just exciting. He makes football exciting, and that's what people want. Okay. And I so I think that's okay. where that's, that's where fine. it comes from, and, and and that's fair. I think I think probably more accurately, you know, I, I can see that in the sixteen to twenty range seems fair, uh, based off yeah. of his his thing. Where do you put Heineke? If Heine, if you swap I mean, Heineke for Fitzpatrick, are you putting Heineke twenty to thirty two somewhere in that range? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You're gonna make you're gonna make uh, a, a lot of the people percent. on the Heineke hype uh, really again, really upset. What what are we doing here with Heineke? <laughs> He's had one performance that's made, in his entire yeah, career. Made you go wow, but it made us go yeah. wow, Stoner. It made but us he's go, never wow. done that before. Yeah, I, there's so a reason why a sudden, I'm not on the Heineke hype either. I think that I think uh, that he'll be an excellent uh, backup QB for us, and I think that if when when Ryan Fitzpatrick is uh, is uh, you know on the bench for whatever reason, Heineke will play yeah. well in his in his uh, in his place. Uh, you know, it's funny on Hogs Haven they had an article that uh, that uh, Mark Tyler got a lot of grief for because he said that you know he compared Heineke to Colt McCoy and people thought that was disrespectful to Heineke and I'm just. <laughs> I didn't understand it. Colt McCoy is ten times the quarterback that Taylor Heineke oh, is. I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but I will say this: it's hard to it's hard to sit there and argue that they're not very similar. And the fact that the you know Colt McCoy has made a living as a backup quarterback and has played reasonably well in the games that he's come in, but he's also been injured pretty much every time he comes in. Um, and so I think that if Heineke could be Colt McCoy in 10, 15 years, Heineke takes that. I think, I think, I think he, okay, but we're talking about right, oh, yeah, now. right now. We're not talking about where are they're going to end up you, in 15 right years. Right now, if you needed somebody to come in for the second half of a game and then start the next game, who are you taking, Heineke or Colt McCoy? Um, right now, I would probably take Heineke. Yes. But I'm not saying Colt McCoy. But there's a lot of caveats to that. He's in the system right now, and he's Colt he was in the system he's for years. The not this system. He was he was in the old old school. He's in the Jay Gruden West Coast type system. But no, I'm not just because Taylor Heineke's there. But if you had both of them in camp right now and at the same age, because Colt McCoy's a lot older, yes. right? Isn't he in his thirties, early thirties, maybe thirty two, thirty three? So you'd want the younger guy, even, right? Even though Heineke's but not exactly their, young. Isn't Heineke Yeah, he's, he's like 27 yeah, or... He's late 20s. Yeah. But still, if you had Heineke right now or Colt McCoy when he was 27 or whatever, you would take Colt McCoy 100 out of 100. The only reason people have this thing about Heineke is because he hasn't proven he can't yeah. do it yet. La- last year, I guarantee he, you, last year, week 16... If you know, because I think that's when Heineke came in and filled in for a little bit, right? It was week sixteen well, for like game sixteen. Game maybe. sixteen. Maybe no, it was week knows? sixteen. It's, it's yeah, seventeen, now, seventeen right? weeks. Last year, I'm talking last year, right? Yeah. So he he came in. If if you're talking week, then we'll say week fifteen, and you know you're going to need somebody to come into the game for week sixteen. Mm-hmm. Last year, 
not ignore that's what i'm saying last year this at we at this time if you're asked for heineke mm-hmm. who literally had like you took away from college classes uh some insane you know super smart guy college classes mm-hmm. who wasn't playing football who was a backup quarterback in the xfl uh mm-hmm. you know five years you know in the league doesn't do anything type deal or colt mccoy 10 out of 10 times you're taking Colt McCoy. The only reason why this has changed is because of that Tampa Bay playoff game and a little bit of before, because he, he has some moxie. He brings, he brings that to the table, which is, which is good to see. And again, I think it's along with Fitzpatrick just makes football exciting. So I think that's why there's a hype, but no, I, I, I agree with you. I don't know. A lot of fans are trying to really, you know, hype up Heineke. I want him to do well. I really do, because if he does I, well, be honest, then that means I, the team's doing well. Well, let's be honest. If, if he's playing, they're they're in trouble. I don't think that's the right? case. It's not for good reasons. He's hmm. not going to play when the team is six and three and leading the division by two games. Not, I mean, he might come in for mop up duty, barring injury he's not or anything be like your that. Starter sure. and all. Barring injury, if if they're six and three, the old Alex Smith um, comparison. If they're six and three and and he's and Fitzpatrick's not injured, then yes, they're they're, they're going to stick with him. So, anytime Heineke comes in to start or whatever, it's bad news. You're you're All in right. trouble. It's just like the argument I keep seeing on Twitter about uh, AGG or Harmon for that sixth receiver spot, and I keep saying if you see either one of those, you're in trouble because that means they're filling in for the studs, and the studs are hurt. Or not performing. People are really, really tying it, tying a lot. Of, I think that's that just speaks to uh, to where we're at in the football, you know, off season at this point. That we're that <laughs> we're right. arguing yeah. over over who's going to be the last wide receiver picked for the team. Right. Uh, I I tell you right. what, I'm excited to see this in person as uh, as we're headed to the training camp that's coming up. So yes. you'll see you'll see Stoner and I. So if you're out at training camp. Please be sure to hit us up, and we'll talk more about that. I think probably next week. Um, but as far as this we week, you know, in. we have the Washington football team name. We have what our what we think is going to go in there, and then we also have Fitzpatrick is the second best quarterback in the NFC East. We'll see where he lands up. So it'll be pretty interesting in the post game. We're going to be talking about our Nationals, our Washington Nationals, and how they finally got back to 500 and have fallen from grace since then in the injuries that's all coming up in the post game all right welcome back so here in the post game i mentioned we're going to be talking about our washington nationals i feel like this team almost put it together and that they would they would be able to do well when they had that surge now we knew that they wouldn't be able to keep the surge going you know, I don't think I don't think that was possible, but I did not expect or want them to fall back the way that they have here recently, where it just seems the team isn't playing together. Now they have some injuries and they have a lot of things that are kind of going not their way. Pitching is horrendous right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but they are still kind of hovering around that area where I wanted them to as we head into the All Star. Uh, you know, weekend that uh, hopefully they can put together another win or two and they'll be, we can get another surge here in the second half 
and see where where things end up. But I just don't know if they're healthy enough, and I don't know yeah. that the pitching staff is good enough. The bats certainly aren't. Outside of one or two bats, you're just not really getting it. You know, Trey Turner's having a hell of a season. Soto is not the best hitter in baseball right now, but has that potential and is still having a decent mm-hmm. season. I mean, he's not. He's uh, he's still above replacement level. And, you know, Schwarber had that amazing month of June. We'll see what we get from him when he comes back fully healthy. So where where do you feel like the Nationals are headed? Well, they're in trouble. That's for sure. Well, you've already written them off. Like, this is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that they can come back from all of this. They're digging too big of a hole. Although they're only four and a half out of the lead. One of these teams is going to get hot, whether it's the Mets, the Phillies, or the Braves. I just, I don't think it's going to be Washington because of injuries and inconsistent play from their bats, like you said. But the injuries are just killing this team. When you when you lose Strasburg and you lose uh, – Lester was out for a little bit and now Joe Ross is out and half your bullpen – is out and you're bringing in guys who just got signed the day before and in your lineup you're on your fourth catcher your second second baseman your third left fielder that's that's a recipe for disaster yeah. shout out to Ross and that's exactly what's happened for, uh, for saving yeah, a, cool. saving a fan with the Heimlich maneuver so that was, that was pretty yeah. good stuff there that was pretty cool. The but, you're right. The injuries, yeah, they're, the they're injuries in are, are, you know, the thing is, and and I'm a big believer in this. And even though Washington football team has had this happen to them several years in a row, where injuries just piled up, and you're just like, oh, this would have been a good team if it weren't for the injuries. Um, I just feel like that's just an excuse. A lot of teams have to deal with that. So unless it's like, a, mm-hmm. you know, and right now it certainly feels like it's just an exorbitant amount, right? It just feels like this is just way more than any other team has to deal with. Um, you know, key players, too, that are going out. We, we haven't seen Strasburg uh, realistically. You know, even when he has been in, he hasn't been the same. And, you know, Soto's been dealing with the injuries, and his bat's not where we want it, although he's starting to get a little hotter now. And we'll see how he does in the home run derby. Uh, put up against the the media darling there out in LA. Um, so I just to me though, even when they were healthy, the team just wasn't very good. And yeah, so they're not. And you, you, they're not. You great. take a you take a team that wasn't performing very well outside of the month of the end of the month of June because really it wasn't even the full month. It was just the really the back half where they played every day. Um, yeah. So you take you take away that, and the team's just not all that impressive. And now you pile on these right. injuries, and these injuries are in key places. It, it just it, that's why they're struggling, which is why I have maybe a little bit of faith that if if they get healthy, they can mm-hmm. turn around, and and they are exact you know pretty close to where I wanted them. You know, I said at the beginning of the season, I said just get to the All Star game at five hundred. And they yeah. can make a push in the second half. I yeah. think I, don't, I think they're in a place right now where I don't know that they can make the push. 
but I think they're at least in a place where they're not going to sell off players. I don't think they're trading away Max at this point. I don't, you know, right. which is if they continued the slide before that June push, you know, I could see them starting to, you know, prepare for next season already. And and that'd be very disappointing as a fan. So I think, I think we'll see how it plays out, but I definitely think they end up on the outside looking in. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the trade deadline is the end of the month. I think it's July 31st. It? So it's not that far away. You got a couple weeks into the second half of the season. Uh, I mean, they're they're past the the halfway point in games, but the All Star break being the traditional halfway through the season, so they're going to have to make a decision within the next couple weeks whether they're going to be buyers, sellers, stay pat, whatever. And as long as I've been following the team, they've never been sellers. Well, maybe last year they were a little bit. They they got rid of a few bullpen guys, but not any any really big names. So I don't think they're going to be sellers. That's not Mike Rizzo's track. Which is good because, be you know, if you actually look at the uh, – if you look at the games, historically speaking, do you look at the teams that decided that they were going to sell? Uh, they ended up bombing, and it's not – it doesn't actually get you to where you want to be. But if you look at the yeah. teams that buy, to include the 2019 Washington Nationals, those teams that are like, no, okay, even though we're not – you know, this team that's, you know, 20 games above 500, we're going to be, we're going to look to make a push. Those teams historically end up performing better. So it's yeah. good. It's good to me that they're, they'll, they'll be in a buying seat. I don't know that they really have buying power right now is the thing. So they have a lot of needs. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't think that the farm system looks particularly attractive. Uh, for them, yeah. so they don't have a lot of young guys to bring up. Yeah, they, we, that was a big talk for us at the beginning of the season, where you know we had these w- one-time, you know, you know, Triple A players that we're pretty excited about, but they're just not big league ready, and they're getting older, and yeah. they probably never will be. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's difficult. To, I don't. I'm not going to bury them yet, Stoner. I'm not giving up on them like you have. But yeah, it's it's definitely well, you kind can of also look like at, it's not going to be the season we wanted it to be. First full season back, mm. we're defending mm-hmm. world champions. The Nationals are defending world champions uh, for a full season. Right. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Yeah, don't forget that. So, um, I I agree with most of that. But you can also look at if these guys can come back healthy, then these are almost like you're buying more guys. Yeah that you're adding to the roster if Strasburg gets healthy, if Joe Ross doesn't look serious, if some of their bullpen guys, if Schwarber comes back, uh, if all of these guys can come back healthy, then maybe it's just like just like you're buying these guys, bringing them in for the stretch run. Yeah, a healthy but Strasburg. But the biggest thing is obviously Strasburg. At, 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 at yeah, his, at his level that we know he can pitch, that, that right there is winning you probably another dozen games. Well, I don't know about that. If, if Strasburg comes it, back to normal Strasburg oh, as compared, level, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna win. 12 I'm saying that's the, the equivalent, to, not himself, but I'm saying that's the equivalent no. to him. That, that I think the team itself can win essentially 12 games if they have a healthy Strasburg back. Because I think one, you're okay. winning those games. That's a little aggressive. Yeah, but okay. I, th- I think. I'm a little bit, uh, you know, aggressive when it comes to these things, but it, I feel like right. Strasburg wins you his games, and then the team starts playing better collectively. 
you know, because yeah, they, they that the momentum gets there, right? You saw this a little bit when uh, they brought on Para again. The team was happier. The team started playing better. I think that's worn off. Yeah. He's made a few mistakes. Right. There's a reason why he wasn't playing right. with the team for her last year, uh, more so yeah, than exactly. just that he moved on to Japan and all that. But, um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they, they end up. Again, try to get to the All-Star break as close to 500 as possible. We'll see what the trade well, line got- has. They got one game left. Today's the last game, okay. um, and they're four under right now. Okay, so, so win, even if win, they win, go one and zero today. Right, that's what they said. Go one and zero today. That's Davy's mantra. Right. So that's the best. But we talked about the we talked about the that stretch that they were going to go through against all these good teams: Tampa, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, and how they needed to get close to five hundred. I think they're four and eight in those games. That that. That's tough. Five and, eight. and then I think their first games, five and eight. Oh, since I'm saying they in could those go games. five and eight. If they're four and eight now, oh, they could, could go, go five, five and eight. eight. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think they start off the second half against the Dodgers again yeah. in L.A. I think. I, I haven't looked at schedule lately. but And then it, it tapers off and you've got some easier games, which is good. All right. Well, that's our Washington Nationals talk. Uh, This is Ref the District. Again, you can catch us live streaming on our YouTube channel, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday. And we'll have more information on that because we might be moving around the schedule a little bit as we get closer to the season. Have some collaborations in view as well with some of our other Washington football team pods. So keep an eye out for that stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at Ref the District as well. You can listen to the audio podcast on your favorite uh, devices, whether or not that's Amazon, Apple, Google, or Spotify. You can catch us there as well. Make sure you like and subscribe because we're pretty close to 100. All right. On our YouTube channel, we're at 93, I think. So seven away. And once we get there, we'll be putting out the message. We want to see, you know, where did you come from as far as a fan? And uh, we'll play your video on our podcast uh, as we talk about where our fandom came as well. And so we're pretty excited about that. Like us uh, or follow us on Twitter as well for all the good stuff. Speaking of Twitter, I did before we leave, I did want to make sure that we uh, that we address something within the Washington football team, uh, you know, family is that uh, hog farmers. Chris Bryant lost his dad. So we just want to send our condolences uh, over um, to to Chris and his family and and, uh, you know, wish you the best as you as you grieve. So we're sorry for your loss. So and with that, I'm Nathan Perry. He's the stoner. This is Ref the District. Washington, uh-huh, and we saw them die hard fans, yeah, we are. and you know we keep it on 10, one, let's talk about two, the offense, one, two, three, let's go, and they gifted, we are, Nathan 